Trader, Trade Trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Glad to be here once again. Guys, got another great guest that I'll introduce you to in just a minute for a quick morning run through of the markets. You know who it is for most of you, but for the many of you in different parts of the world, you don't. And don't forget, guys, this show is proudly brought to you by TraderCobb.com, where you can go ahead and get access to my trading education courses and subscriptions. All you have to do is go to TraderCobb, C-O-double-B for Bravo. You can also get some free information there as well, a lot more free stuff on that website. So let's have a look at the top 10 right now, a quick run through, because we've been talking about this pullback into the cradle zone for quite a while now. We've had that. I said I was waiting for a bearish candle in that zone. We've got that. It's just a bloody big one. It's just too big. Okay, I'm not looking to short. Bitcoin at the moment, um, just simply because there is no trading entry for me. It's a very, very big candle. But that being said, moving across the park, there might be some other options. If we have a look at Ethereum right now, the thing is with Ethereum, it's back at that 586 level. There's a bit of support there, not major, but it's back into that point right now. And it's actually quite a nice looking trend if we have a look at the eight hour time frame. So a bit conflicting that I wouldn't be shorting Ethereum, not until we get down a bit lower. And look, at the thing is, if it does start to fall, and we do start to see momentum to the downside on the lower time frames, there will be opportunities. So there's no rush right now. Now, I just got a video out uh, to my market view subscribers there saying my position on Bitcoin cash. There was a hedge I took a few weeks back now. And um, finally, I have had the position, I have been able to find a position to move my stop loss to. Now that stop loss is being moved to a position of break even. And that is not because I'm trying to get break even. It's just coincidentally, that's where it is on the chart. If I look at the daily, there is a big red candle. If I look at the eight hour, there's actually potential for a long trade off of the 11, sorry, 1,073 level, which is coinciding with the cradle zone, a 61.8% Fib and an old support level. So Bitcoin Cash uh, on the daily, not looking very bullish, but on the eight-hour, nice trend and potentially a short opportunity setting up there. If we look at EOS, it's had a big move. It's pulling back. There's not a great deal to talk about on EOS right now. If anything, it is back in that cradle zone and starting to actually look quite decent. Ah, I've just noticed that as I speak to you. <laughs> so EOS, there are opportunities there. I'm looking again at the eight-hour, not the four-hour. Cardona is sitting up there. It has had a bearish uh, sell-off after the uh, candle yesterday, which was um, in the cradle zone, rejecting 2261%. 61.8% FIB. It does look quite bearish, as does Lumen, but not tradable. Neo, I talked of that yesterday too. It has broken down. You might have got one-to-one -one if you had have taken that. I did not. I'm waiting to see what Bitcoin does today. IOTA has also pulled back. The whole top 10, guys, is in the red right now. Ripple also the same. Um, it has a red candle pulled back into an old support level. That's 64, 65 cents. I've been talking of for quite a while. And Litecoin also on the daily having pulled back. The entire top 10 is red. The lowest pullback or the lowest faller is Bitcoin. Now I'm going to introduce you to my guest for this morning's show. His name is Alex Saunders, who runs the Nuggets News channel on YouTube and across many other social platforms. So Alex, thanks so much for being on the show, mate. No worries, Craig. How are you going? Sorry, I'm a little bit under the weather, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> it's okay, mate. Look, they've uh, these listeners have been listening to me coughing and spluttering for the last month or so. Um, hey, look, just a quick one. I just wanted to sort of get your vibe on the market, mate. I mean, look, we spoke on your show on your YouTube channel last week, I think it was, whereby you know I was sort of saying I was waiting for a pullback to look for shorts, and you were saying you were looking for a bounce. Now it appears that we've both kind of got the same sort of well, we've we've both been right, if you will. Um, What's your take on the market where we are right now? Oh, I think we're just in that tightening pattern and everyone everything's still highly correlated to Bitcoin. 
Well, that's probably going to resolve in the next two or three weeks, I reckon, in, in one clear direction. Um, but then there's the individual coins that are starting to um, break the correlation. You know, we saw EOS and Tron launch their mainnet. IOTA's had a bit of good news lately. So there, there is sort of um, highlights there and, and trains to be had, I guess. But yeah, everyone's just a bit bored in this tightening pattern. You know, it's coming up six months now of just this correction. But I definitely feel we're at or very near the bottom and I've never been more excited about the next few months and years. Well, that's pretty refreshing to hear from somebody who's been in the space for such a long time. And, you've, mate, you've been through a lot of these moves before. You've been through the highs. You've been through the lows. Um, and, look, I mean, when I look at the charts now, if, if I look at Bitcoin at the moment, I mean, there's one glimmer of hope from a technical point of view. I mean, long term, I, you know, as everybody on this channel knows, I'm very bullish crypto assets, Bitcoin, and the whole market. If we look at the weekly time frame, and I know no one can look at it because this is a podcast, but just taking you through it, there's a bullish candle there. If we break the high of that bullish candle, that could actually signify a point of high or low. Now, I am getting a bit ahead of myself on this one because, you know, we also might break the low of it, but we have seen a little bullish candle based on last week. Um, the charts right now has pulled back, but until we have that breakdown, if today's candle breaks down, then yes, we'll look more bearish. But I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of with you in the sense that it's been like if you look, especially for the last few months, you know, we've kind of ranged from 6,500 to around 10,000. We've sort of been hovering within that range. Now, there have been moments of uptrend, there have been moments of downtrend, like we currently see now, but there doesn't seem to be a really clear direction. You think that that's going to change over the next? What'd you say? Three, three, or well, the next few weeks, right? I think in the next three weeks we're going to come to the apex and we're going to break out. Yeah, I think there's just too much going on and too much good news from the macro point of view to break down and go to three thousand that a lot of people are talking about. I think that'd have to be a really coordinated run of bad news, um, new legis- new legislation um, against mm-hmm. crypto or ICOs to really put a bad taste in the entire market's mouth. If nothing like that happens, I definitely think we're going to break to the upside in the next few weeks. Okay. And and look, you, you've had some pretty cool guests on your show recently. I mean, is there anything you can elaborate on, on what they're thinking, what they're saying? I know that, they, you know, obviously you talked about EOS with the mainnet launch and um, IOTA obviously has some good news coming out. These are these are little little events, but they're actually not little events. They're little events because the participation seems to be quite low. And we tend to see the market move uh, across the board a lot easier when we see um, prices move up because people are sort of like, well, I don't want to sell my tokens at a loss by another one. It seems like the market's kind of frozen up. I mean, with the guests that you've been speaking to, is, is there anything additional that you want to sort of let us know of I mean, from what they're saying and with their perspectives? Um, I mean, we've been talking to guys about the OTC market a lot. So there's obviously still lots of volume happening off the exchanges, behind the scenes. Um, a lot of people getting into crypto in their self-managed super fund and oh, wow. things like that. So there's definitely a different, different demographic that's starting to enter or at least, you know, have a bit of curiosity about this space. Um, and other than that, we've just been interviewing the guests with doing good projects. And these are the people that don't care about the price. I mean, people forget that I sat through two years of Bitcoin just going between $200 and $300. And we were, all of us in the space were convinced that this was real and it was going to happen one, you know, one day sooner or later. And it kind of feels like that. We all know that there's dozens of good projects and businesses out there using blockchain. And it's just, we've just got to sit and be patient because we know they're going to do something good in, in the coming months or years. Well, I, I- I couldn't agree more. I mean, I had um, a bloke by the name of Vortex I interviewed earlier on the show uh, last week, and he's uh, 
he is a a mate of Trace, who's one of the you know he puts those massive bets down for a hundred hundred million dollars worth of currency in Bitcoin and and whatnot. He is a he's a very very early adopter of Bitcoin, two thousand and twelve at twenty five cents. He put the call out. So these guys obviously have a very vested interest in in the success of Bitcoin because their wealth is sort of tied to it. Now they are not interested in what the price is doing right now. I've never heard people be more excited, bullish, and passionate uh, about Bitcoin, and especially Vortex, who is right into the nitty gritty of of um, of uh, what the Lightning Network is. And you know, we we look at the Lightning Network and we hear about the Lightning Network and we kind of go, yeah, the Lightning Network. It just it, it's sort of rolling out, isn't it? But he went into detail as to what's actually going on. And it, the way that he explained it, I, th- I think it was Vortex who said this, but it was kind of like, think of the way we do, you know, when, when the internet came out, right? You Not many people had websites, yeah? Think about anyone's business right now. If you said, oh, well, how, how do I find out about it? You know, what's your website? And someone said, oh, I don't have a website. You'd be like, what? Well, what do you... How do you it just be you'd be so confused? And he's kind of described it like that as that Lightning Network is going to sort of create something that doesn't quite exist right now and build on the fundamental uh, components that have been sort of paved with Bitcoin and just sort of step the whole area up to another level. Now, that's a really positive, fundamental technological advancement, but it doesn't seem to be coming across in the price. But they don't seem to care about the price right now because they have that absolute certainty, just like yourself, of where we're going. Yeah, no, I mean, the focus for me has always been fundamentals and market sentiment. And yeah. I think Lightning Network's one of those things that, you know, unfortunately, the majority of people in the space don't really know or understand mm-hmm. the technology yet. There's a lot of speculation. Now, when the price is going down, they're trying to work out why. But if the price starts going up and people tell them that Lightning Network's good, then the node count's rising. I think there's already over 2,000 Lightning Network nodes. And once those headlines start to hit the news, that all the people, the herd, the majority start talking about it, even though it's already been happening for months yeah. and that changes sentiment and the same news item that has been happening in a bear market can start a bull rally. And that's just the way these markets are in their infancy. Nobody understands what's going on. Um, but, yeah, there's a couple of lightning wallets that are coming out um, because you can't use the lightning network on your average Bitcoin wallet yet. So all these sort of things, you know, just like people didn't know how to use Coinbase, you know, when they get first get started, all these things will be normal and part of our everyday life, and people won't even realize they're using Lightning Network. Maybe you know, in the next six months or twelve months. So, one more question before I let you go back to uh, sipping your tea and um, blowing your nose with tissues, mate. <laughs> um, look, you as you say, you've been in this space for a while. You've seen it hover between two hundred and three hundred. You've seen you've seen it do what it does. Now, what sort of event generally kicks off? The bull run is it? Is it often that things just bubble up under the surface, and there's just one one bit of news or one thing that comes out, or is it a slow grow of momentum, or is it a combination of the two? Like, what sort of what sort of things should listeners be sort of looking out for, and, and where is the community be trying to keep our eye out for that we go, okay, well this this could be the catalyst for the next move higher. Well, every year since 2012, it's been called a bubble, and, and nobody knows how to value Bitcoin, so. Once it becomes clear that $6,000 is the low, was the low, that's a base that's been formed for six months now, all of a sudden people go, oh my gosh, you know, I, I missed out. I, I thought we'll go into $1,000 or the bubble at burst. So once it becomes clear that the new level is the bottom and people can start to see the upside, that can cause a run. If you want to look for a specific event, I think, you know, there's a chance of an ETF. 
just that that big green flag of institution, mm. institutional money. I think that would be the you know turning point on a dime. But other than that, when we've been when we've ground out these big long bases over time, um, that's just been the the platform for the next league higher, I guess. So if we could find a base, so base that, that's fine with me because that's something that I can do. <laughs> um, everyone on the show knows that I'm not the tech guy. I'm, I'm not the person who looks deep into the fundamentals. I do understand it, but I am learning a lot. Alex, you are the guy that looks deep into the fundamentals and understands that you've been around for a very, very long time. So I do appreciate your time on the show today. I think it's been a really good one. Now, for the viewers or viewers, for the listeners to find out more about you, where do they find you, Alex? Let, you, let them know how to find you. Yeah, so we do daily videos on Nuggets News YouTube. Um, follow me on Twitter. I'm always trying to tweet all the latest news. And um, yeah, it's been very popular lately. The people that have stood by us, um, you know, well, the market's going down. I know it's tough, but they're the people that tend to be rewarded in the long run um, by focusing on the fundamentals and the technology. That's it. People often overestimate what they can achieve in one year and underestimate what they can achieve in 10. It's the same in everything, mate. And um, I couldn't agree with you more. And I'm definitely a supporter of what you're doing. I love what you do and I love having you on the show, mate, and vice versa. So uh, we'll keep in touch and I'll definitely have you on each week as per usual. Sorry it hasn't been last week because I was a bit madness after uh, coming back from consensus. And I too last week was like you are today. So I hope you get better, mate, and I'll speak to you again very soon. Guys, go across to Nuggets News on YouTube, Nuggets News on Facebook, and also on Twitter, and go to tradercob.com if you want to find any more content from me. Have a great day. Bye for now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out tradercob.com because experience matters. 